Enlightenment, right? To become enlightened is not a destination. If I'm ascending and becoming enlightened, it's me becoming enlightened in each and every moment, right? I'm enlightening the parts of me, the aspects of me, the trauma of me, the challenges, the pain, the suffering in each moment by connecting to the source, the God that's in me, bringing it back through the human experience and manifesting it into physical reality. I hope that lands. And I hope you're asking, how does this help me forgive? I just gave you an example, but keep asking that question, right? Keep asking that question, implementing this into your life, right? Because you can see, you can feel how impactful it can be. And as you do this, you become the example of what is possible. Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Welcome, beautiful beings, to another episode of the Cosmic Love Antenna. You've found yourself on the show that sets the intention, helps you connect inwards to your loving light so you can express that light, that power, that potential out into the outside world by pulling back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. And today, you are here, you are tuning in, you are listening to another solo episode with yours truly, Harrison, where my intent is to break down a particular topic to give you some value, to give you some guidance to step forward, to help yourself heal, to help yourself expand, and, and as the intro implies, to help yourself move into deeper awarenesses of love and light. Today's topic that I'm going to get into is forgiveness, true deep and lasting forgiveness. What does this look like, especially from a mystical, spiritual lens? I'm going to break down some spiritual teachings around forgiveness and how you can start applying them in your life to truly forgive. Before I get to that, remember, as always here with these shows, how you can support me in getting this message out there into the podcast universe is a couple of ways. First, remember, you can always share these episodes with a friend, family member, a lover to connect them into the insights that are shared here. You can leave your reviews on Apple down the bottom, Spotify up the top. And remember that you can also go to two two places now. You can always go to my website, harrisonmar.com forward slash learn more to download some free tools if this podcast isn't enough for you. And speaking about free tools and free communities, I've just recently launched the Cosmic Love Antenna Facebook group, and you can see the details in the show notes or go to facebook.com forward slash group forward slash Cosmic Love Antenna to join the family. I want to give a quick little overview here today of what I'm going to be talking about. So this is a episode that I'm going to break down into two parts just because <laughs> just because there's going to be a lot of... Uh, deep spiritual teachings around forgiveness. And I don't want to blow your brain, blow your heart, right? I want to sort of pace this out. But I'm going to be talking about what is the bigger picture behind forgiveness, right? What is the bigger spiritual picture, right? What is true, deep forgiveness really? What are these spiritual laws that are behind it all? How do we make forgiveness lasting and healing? How can we connect it to examples, right? So we're going to get into that. I'm also going to be taking you along this spiritual journey, right? You're not good, we're not just going to be learning about forgiveness. Forgiveness is the main theme, but this is going to be hitting on, you can apply these laws, these rules to many other areas in your life. So 
this is going to be a bit of a journey. I would also ask you to, as I'm going through these points today, as I'm sharing here in the overview, really sit with them and meditate on them. Take these points away and in your practice today, in your practice tomorrow, throughout the week, meditate on each point and see what comes up. I never want you to just believe me or tune into me. I, I know that I give a lot of value and you feel into my heart and I love you very much for that. But I want your guidance, your love, your inner knowing to be reflected through these points. So create the opportunity for that to happen. Take these into your meditation. I want you to continue to ask yourself as they go through these points as well, how does this help me forgive? Right. Keep asking that question because if you can do that, then these these powerful spiritual abstract esoteric teachings will become practical for you. Before we get into it now, I want to share a loving review. And uh, I'm getting in the habit of doing this because I love connecting to you, the audience that is helping the show build and sharing your love. And by doing this, I can really let you know that I love you very much with the reviews that you leave the show. This review is from Cosmic Mystic Woman. And she says, be a powerful cosmic topics. Harrison dives deeply into, in a courageous manner on topics of healing the mind, body, and spirit to support his listeners. He asked provocative questions in a respectful manner, and it was an honor to be interviewed by Harrison. Thank you, beautiful cosmic woman. And uh, tune in listeners for the episode that comes out uh, in a couple of weeks with this beautiful soul. All right. So with all that foundation set and that love filtered into the air to set the intention of this episode, I want to get into it now. I want to get into these teachings. I want to give into how you can truly start to deeply and and long-lastingly forgive. All right. So what I'm going to do now is I want to give you a powerful resource, as I always tend to do here with these solo sodes, to use as a extra a space and place in which you can go to for more information about this idea of deep spiritual foundational and even oftentimes radical forgiveness. And the book and the resource is by that same name is radical forgiveness by Mr. Colin tipping. And these spiritual teachings can be found to a degree in there. I have changed them to some degree because I've added in a lot of my flair and my insights. But if you listen to this episode and want a little bit more, I would go to the go to that book or that resource. Colin Tipping also has a radical forgiveness process and workbook and exercises. So it's just a powerful tool that you can use that really will accompany what I'm going to talk about here in this podcast. All right. So I'm going to, there are 19 of these uh, teachings that connect to deeper forgiveness. And I'm going to go through the first 10 today and I'm going to finish the last nine in the second part of this episode. And the first one here today is we have bodies that die, but have mortal souls that continue to live. Therefore death is an illusion. Starting pretty simple here, (laughs) starting pretty deep. To me, this first teaching, this first spiritual understanding around the process of life, the process of death, it shows a couple of things in relation to forgiveness. First of all, it shows the 
appearance and relevance and connection to past lives, right? So the fact that we have mortal bodies, but we continue after it, right? Death is an illusion shows that to me brings up this idea of past lives, right? And not just past lives, but also karma, right? Karma is not a good or bad thing. Karma is just a force of nature, a balancing of nature. And it shows that through the death transformation, right? Not the death ending, the death transformation. We are at the end of the day, energy and energy is neither created or destroyed. It's just either moving or transforming into something else. That is what death is. And through past lives and karma, we can now see that if there is something that we're having trouble forgiving, or if there is something we're worried about letting go of, or we're holding on to something because we want to, you know, persecute someone. I say this as someone who often finds himself in this challenge with forgiveness. Then we start to see that, Oh wait, I've had, I've maybe been around a couple of times here, or if I can't work this out now, or I can't move through this now, then there's going to be another go around probably multiple goes around. So to me, it's an easing of tension. It also makes me think about the powerful Ramdas quote, and he calls death, death is like taking off a tight shoe or sock. And to me, what that highlights is that it's this beautiful connection here to this, this mortal, this, 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 ending of the physical body and the, and the soul continuing, it shows that a lot of our suffering, a lot of our tension is connected to us holding onto something because we fear that death is going to be an end point. So we need to make sure we get it all done. And with the Ramdas quote, it shows us that when we do die, not only is it not scary, not only is it not the end, but it's a releasing back into bliss, back into love, back into openness, expansion and potential. So starting off here, nice and simple, ask yourself, how can this help you forgive? How can this help me move on and let go? And just so people know, when I say forgiveness, it's definitely forgiveness with other people, places and things outside of you, but also your own, this, the deepest form of forgiveness, which is self-forgiveness. So ask yourself the question, connect it, connect it to that as well. The next one here is, while our bodies and our senses tell us we are separate, we are all one from a single whole. So this teaching here, I mean, we could do an episode just on this one in itself, but there's a couple of things it brings up for me in relation to forgiveness that I want you to see. First of all, it emphasizes that we are in this together. We are in this human playground on earth, which I'll get to later, as a group. We are all expressions of a oneness, right? That oneness for you could be God, consciousness, universe, Allah, uh, the quantum field, divine, whatever you resonate with in your beautiful experience. But we are all, while we all, while we are all unique expressions of that oneness, we are connected as a group of that oneness. And it brings up the idea of ascension, 
I think ascension is thrown around in the spiritual community a lot and it's a powerful understanding. But I think where people get lost within the idea of ascension is that I, Harrison, can ascend, but I can also look down at all the other people that haven't ascended. And I don't think that's how it works. Ascension is a group game. I cannot ascend. I cannot move up my consciousness level completely, fully, unless we all do. Unless we ascend together. It's called unity consciousness for a reason. So it's a conversation around letting go of the ego, letting go of this feeling of being superior, letting go of this idea of separation. At the end of the day, while we are all unique expressions, we have inside of us a connection and a base and a foundation that is the same. So again here, as the theme is going forward, how can this help me forgive? How can this help me release, especially with an outside element, this idea of holding on to someone, to something, to some action, because I feel like they need to pay or they need to be held accountable. Right. And I'm not, I want to be careful of my words. I'm not condoning any acts of violence or abuse or all the, all the painful things that can occur. But what I am saying, it's okay to let go. It's okay to surrender. It's okay to realize that when you take all the layers away, we are all from the same source, all from the same whole. And we all go back to the same whole together. Told you we'd go deep here. I told you it's already, we're already getting there. All right, next one here. In order to exponentially expand our sense of oneness, we agreed to come to this world of duality to experience the opposite, the opposite being separation. Let me say that one again. In order to exponentially expand our sense of oneness, we agreed to come to this world of duality to experience the opposite, the opposite being separation. All right. So you can see how these are starting to stack on top of each other. The first thing we need to understand here is from that oneness that I was just talking to you about, we are all unique expressions in separation, in, in the illusion of separation, like I just talked about. And you have to, so if you understand that, you must ask the next question, why is that so? Why are we in that? Why are we, why are we one, in the, in the separation, but two, in the act, in the illusion of separation? And I would assert here, it's because that God, consciousness, oneness, divine, Allah, the source, is wanting to experience more of itself, right? If you are a oneness, you cannot know thyself. You are one. So you need to do something in order to experience yourself. And how would you do that? You'd create unique expressions of yourself to interact with each other. But if you knew you were oneness, you wouldn't be able to stay in that separation. So there needs to be an illusion. What is that illusion? That illusion is separation. So. What, how does this connect to forgiveness? Well, it shows that in the separation or in the pain that we experience or the suffering that we move through, that is the experience. 
right? That is the, if not one of the main reasons we are here to experience that separation in all of its forms, good, bad, ugly, all the things in between, and to move through it, specifically to surrender into it. Right? And these are the tools I would give here. If you're having trouble with forgiveness and with the action someone has taken and in the situation that you are in, fall into this idea of surrendering into it, the fact that this is part of life. This is why you're here, right? So surrender into it, accept it. We don't accept it to be our future, but we accept it so we can move through it, right? I would even go as far as to be grateful for it, right? It's one thing to be grateful for the beautiful powerful, pleasurable experiences in life. It's a whole other thing to be grateful for the not so pleasurable, for the challenging, for the painful experiences. But if you can understand that this is all a part of this experience, the oneness experiencing itself in the illusion of separation, then you can be grateful, right? And that's, that is, is, is paradoxically what helps you through the pain, Right? We all know that when we push up against the pain, when we suppress, when we ignore, when we pretend it's not happening, I would ask you listening, how has that worked out for you? Has that helped? Has that opened up possibilities? Or has it made things worse? So this is where, again, asking yourself, how, does this, how can this help me forgive? You're starting to see that. right? You're starting to see what, how this is all connecting here. The last thing I'll say here before we move on to the next one is part of this experience that the oneness is, is moving through in the illusion of separation is there is a consciousness expansion. I just talked about ascension, right? That is, the, that is what we move through when we surrender, right? When we, when we take the experiences, the good and the bad, we surrender into them, we learn from them, and we ascend, we ascend, we come back home, back to the oneness with the experiences, right? Think of, and I'm probably going to use this imagery a lot today, Think of the oneness expressing out into the unique expressions in the illusion of separation. Think of it as a breath out and then a breath in, right? God or oneness source breathes out, creates all the expressions to experience themselves, to have the, to have the pain, to have the pleasure, to learn, to ascend, and breathes back in through the ascension process with all the experiences so, so oneness can know thyself. I hope that's landing. I hope I, I hope I haven't gone too deep yet, but we're in it. We're in it now. And I hope this is helping you connect back to this deeper, lasting form of beautiful forgiveness. All right. Next one here is, and again, I just want you to remember to keep asking yourself the question, how does this help me forgive? I would also add the extra question of, you know, how does this stack onto each other? How each of these little mystical spiritual teachings here they're going to add all into each other to help you forgive in a more lasting, real, and deep way. So stack them onto each other. Next one is we should forget the oneness in order to fully feel the pain of separation. Once we have felt all the pain we agreed to have in this lifetime, we use radical forgiveness to remember what we are. I'll say that one again. We should forget the oneness, in order to fully feel the pain of separation. Once we have felt all the pain we agreed to have in this lifetime, we use radical forgiveness, or in this case, deep, lasting forgiveness, to remember what we are. All right. So 
again, this is adding on to the pain of pain of separation, the opposite of oneness, the experiencing of it all. We must feel all of it, right? We must see that this life, this human experience that we're having, let's just speak from a human level. We need to feel all of it. This is where this idea of toxic happiness can be challenging, right? Or spiritually bypassing. We must realize that we feel and move through our emotions and our sensitivities and vulnerabilities. And I want people to understand that this is not, not only is this not a form of weakness, right? A lot of us feel that we're too much when we are too emotional, but this is not what this is saying here. This is actually emphasizing the feeling. This is emphasizing all of the pain, all of the pleasure, all of the sadness, all of the anger, all of the grief, all of the shame, the guilt, everything in between, because that is the experience of this life, right? We experience in the act of forgiveness. So in the act of needing to forgive, if someone has persecuted us, we must first feel all of the emotions that, and the elements that are coming up in that moment. Right, so let's say that I'll use an example. Let's say as a child, I was abandoned. I was rejected by my parents. Well, before I start to forgive, before I lean into to this deeper form of, of forgiveness, I must first feel all of the emotions that are being triggered and coming up around this event, because that is the experience of life itself. That is the oneness experiencing itself in separation. Right? It was triggered by the act of, of separation. So once I felt all the things, moved through all of the emotions that are moving up and out of me, then I forgive. Remember my unity. Remember that the separation is an illusion right? and then ascent. I would also add here a powerful tool that we can learn to see to help us move through this, to feel all the things, is that the God or the oneness that's inside of me is also inside of the other, right? They are the, the other part of the unity or the God, right? So in this moment of needing to feel the things and then forgive, see the love that's inside of you is also in another, right? When I am seeing another person, seeing the things that I like, in them or dislike in them, I'm also seeing those same things inside of me, right? So self-awareness, self-love is also seeing these things in other people. So in that moment, realize through the law of reflection and the law of resonance, what is triggered by the other person, what you see in the other person, good or bad is also inside of you, right? So take that inwards to forgive, right? To experience, to feel all the things. Next up here, since pain, since the pain of separation is an emotional experience, we needed a human body to feel it. Since the pain of separation is an emotional experience, we needed a human body to feel it. You can see how this one flows beautifully on, on, to, on from what we we're just saying. So this goes a bit deeper here now, and I'm going to emphasize a couple of things here. First of all, the first thing it brings up in me around this is how the body beautifully keeps score, right? If you've heard, if you've listened to this podcast before, if you've listened to me speak about the inner child, about the chakra system, about how to heal emotionally, mentally, spiritually, 
you, you understand that we are a beautiful holistic system of systems that works across mind, body, and spirit. And one of the ways we move through trauma and deep emotional, mental healing, if we haven't had the opportunity to integrate and feel all the feelings, like I was just talking about, then our body will keep score of this, right? In our, in our anatomy, right? In our, in our issues, right? Our, our issues, the, the issues are in our tissues, right? The, our body truly tells the story of our lives. But, um, but this point here is emphasizing that this is a beautiful thing. I, lo- I feel a lot of people, myself included for a long time, can, we might feel pain, we might feel things moving through our body and we might blame or judge or, or criticize or add extra resistance onto the fact that our body is giving us these beautiful signs and symbols. Right, we can feel like, oh, this is just another headache. Oh, my gut, my gut is killing me. My back is killing me. Right, all these, all these mindsets around how the body is keeping score and expressing itself. But through this teaching, you can now see that this is a part of it. This is a part of why we are here. This is a part of how we work. This is a part of how we process and shift and move through this experience of not just forgiveness but life in general. So we must see that the the body is the medium in which not just mental and emotional energy moves through us, but which divinity speaks through us, in which our God source, our oneness source, our divine source speaks through us, right? We're not just spiritual beings, right? We are spiritual beings having a human experience, and that human experience, the pain of separation is an emotional one. So in this forgiveness conversation, a tool here that can really help you is learn to love this about yourself. Learn to love the fact that you are an emotional being. You are a physical being too, but you are one that is connected to your mental, spiritual, and emotional body. So love that about you. Love the fact that this is what makes you unique, right? From a galactic and cosmic perspective, many beings, many you know, other dimensional entities are envious of the fact that we are having this experience, this spiritual experience through the human body. Right? This is a unique one. So be excited for that. And I'm getting goosebumps speaking about this because this is how I know it's true and I can feel the entities and the, and the spirits around me confirming this. This is what makes us so powerful. This is your superpower. Right? Remember this inside of you and ask yourself, how can this help me forgive? How can this help me forgive other people, persons, places, and things, and also things that have happened in my life personally? Let's keep it flowing. So the next one is the human experience is meant to be an emotional one, our purpose for being here. The extent in which we deny our feelings and emotions is the extent in which we deny our purpose for being. I'll say that one again. The human experience is meant to be an emotional one, our purpose for being here. The extent in which we deny our feelings and emotions is the extent in which we deny our purpose for being. So again, this is just pushing this even further. We are emotional and sensitive beings. We channel 
through our physicality, these emotions. The spiritual being, in my opinion, speaks through these emotions. We know, for example, that in traditional Chinese medicine, it is said that specific emotions are created in specific organs, right? The one that people can understand or know about is the liver right? and how anger is often said to be created in the liver. This is that physical being expressing that emotional side of us. But I would go, I would take it a step further and say, what put the emotion in that liver, right? I would say it's part of that spiritual being. The spiritual being places the emotion in the liver and then the liver through the body expresses the emotion. So in the process of forgiveness, when we deny forgiveness, right? When we suppress it, repress it, when we don't forgive a person, place or thing, or don't forgive ourselves, don't allow ourselves to feel the things moving through us. Not only are we not allowing ourselves to forgive, not only are we not fully, truly, deeply, lasting, lastingly forgiving, we're also denying our purpose of being here. We're denying our emotions. We're denying what we truly are. And just so you are aware, this suppression, this repression of these emotions, of these feelings, of this forgiveness, it doesn't just go away, right? It's not, as I just said in the previous point, your body keeps score. It keeps score across mind, body, and spirits, and it will show up in some way to get your attention, right? Because God wants to experience itself. Source wants to experience itself through forgiveness, through the act of being in all of the, all of the shapes and forms. So for example, if you have an emotional trauma, if you have anger, right, that wants to express itself, but you aren't leaning into that emotional part of you, then how do you think it's going to get your attention otherwise? It's going to work across your mind, body, and spirits. So if it's not getting your attention through the mental, emotional body, it's going to get your attention through the physical body, right? As liver challenges, as gut challenges, as, 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 as IBS, you've heard me speak about this before. It's the same with all the other emotions. How do you think grief gets your attention in that heart space? How do you think guilt and shame gets your attention in that womb sacral center? Not just as the emotions, but it speaks across the body too, as physical manifestations of that repressed sensitivity feeling and what we are. So <laughs> you can feel me getting passionate because this is so powerful and i hope you're getting the message here this is what helps us forgive this is what helps us understand that you are powerful in your emotions you are more of what you are in your sensitivity in your feelings when you lean into and surrender into the feelings and the experience around the forgiveness process i hope this resonates and i hope this is giving you some ideas, right, of how you can learn to implement these things in your life around the things that you can learn to forgive, right? For me, this gets me excited, right? So the next time I am holding on to some unforgiveness with either myself or a person, place, or thing, then I can start looking at these teachings and ask myself, how can I apply this right now in this moment to help me let go, to help me move on? Next one here is, Spiritual being, we are a spiritual being having a spiritual experience in a human body. So this one is slightly nuanced here. We are a spiritual being having a spiritual experience in a human body. So this is very similar to what I've often said, and I've said in this episode, we're a spiritual being having a human experience. 
but this is slightly different. This is a spiritual being having a spiritual experience in a human body. And this is, this is not an awe to what I, to the, to that rule, the spiritual being having a human experience. This is just a different perspective than that I think is also true. And what, to me, what this implies is as a spiritual being, having a human experience in a human body, that is also being spiritual. And what I mean by this is often we can think that I am only connected to my spiritual nature when I sit down on my bed or on my pillow, meditate, close my eyes, and then sit down for 10 to 15 minutes, then open my eyes, that spiritual being is, is disconnected and I go on with my day. That is not what being spiritual is, right? That is spiritual, but we need to remember that this whole experience is a spiritual one, right? What is the act of being mindful, right? When we are mindful, we are mindful in all of our actions, not just when we close our eyes and go to the spiritual heights. So we must learn to ask ourselves, where can we implement, where can we be more open to the fact that everything I move through as this human being is also a spiritual experience. At the same time, we must understand that the ego, which is the filter in which helps us with that separation, right? The ego is what is what holds up the illusion of separation. We must not destroy it, right? We must not kill it because if we destroy that, that filter of separation, then we don't get to have the experience of the life journey because it's very easy for us to think in, in black or white. I'm only open and, and spiritual and expansive, or I'm only in my ego thinking small and in the small mind, in the small self. But in my opinion, that's not how this works. We can be both. We can be the big self and the small self and flip back between them. Right. This is why grounding into the human body, the physical body, and bringing the spiritual heights into the human groundedness is so important. It's balance. This is why I focus on this in my coaching. We are here to have this. We are here to have it all. We're here to have the cosmic spiritual heights and the, the, the human ego-based grounded physical expression of that too and that is all a spiritual conversation right that is that is the entirety that is the yin and the yang together right so just ask yourself how does this help me forgive right how does understanding this now that i don't have to just go to the spiritual heights to be spiritual i can also be spiritual in my humanness in my egoness in my in my separateness how can this help me forgive and let go I'll throw in another sort of quote here, right? This to help you understand this, this piece before we move on. It's, it's said that no great tree can reach its branches up to heaven without its roots first reaching down to hell. And biblical symbology aside, what this emphasizes is this need for balance between the spiritual heights that we go to and the human groundedness we need and to, and to, be that tree that has both. 
All right. Next one here is vibrationally, we live in two worlds at the same time, a divine spiritual one and a human experience. Once we awaken, we can live comfortably in both. Vibrationally, we live in two worlds at the same time, a divine spiritual one and a human experience. Once we awaken, we can, we can live comfortably in both. So again, this beautifully just emphasizes the last one. We need to understand that we can go back and forth between both. We can have it all. Right. Another way of explaining this is think of the idea and the ability to channel, not just mediumship, not just light language and music and tones, but channeling the frequency of divinity and God and love. When you channel, what are you doing? Right. You're connecting to the higher sources of what you are and then bringing that back through the physical body to express it with the outside world. Right. That is an example. Channeling is an example of being both vibrationally in two worlds once you awaken. By doing this, we can release forgiveness. Right. We could, because what we do is we go to the spiritual heights, we see the awakening, we see the unity, we see that we're all connected, we see that we're a part of this, this, this human experience to come back to source with everything we've learned. So we take those teachings back. We open our eyes, express it through the human body, and we can learn to forgive, right? We can learn to let go. We can learn to integrate the trauma, heal the trauma, express the repressed emotions, right? Bring out, hold our inner child's hand, right? Go to the shadow, bring our shadow aspects, right? Our shadow, the parts of us that we're repressed, we've ignored, right? The example I would give is if I'm a gay man and I have... I'm attracted to men if I've repressed that sexual orientation based of my culture, religion, family, then now what I can do by channeling into divinity and God, I can release that love frequency through me to be able to see that I can be all that I am and express those shadows. Just starting to make sense. I can learn to forgive the people that have persecuted me for my sexual expression by channeling the love frequency through me and realize they're probably coming from their own pace of pain that is needed in this experience. I can let go. I can surrender into that, into it with inside of me and truly forgive. It also shows us that enlightenment, right? To become enlightened is not a destination. If I'm ascending and becoming enlightened, it's me becoming enlightened in each and every moment. Right, I'm enlightening the parts of me, the aspects of me, the trauma of me, the challenges, the pain, the suffering in each moment by connecting to the source, the God that's in me, bringing it back through the human experience and manifesting it into physical reality. I hope that resonates. <laughs> I hope that lands and I hope you're asking how does this help me forgive? I just gave you an example, but keep asking that question, right? Keep asking that question and uh, implementing this into your life, right? Because you can see, you can feel how impactful it can be. And you, as you do this, you become the example of what is possible, just so you know, right? Just so you're aware of that. All right, we've got two more here. And uh, you can see now why I did this in two parts. <laughs> uh, I hope you haven't blown your mind too much 
and I hope you're sticking with me. I hope this is landing <laughs> for you. And uh, two more, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up and I'll continue with part two. But the next one here is the world of humanity is a spiritual classroom and life is the curriculum. The lessons are the experiences we have in life. The objective is to awaken to the truth of what we are and return home. I'll say that one again. The world of humanity is a spiritual classroom and life is the curriculum. The lessons are the experiences we have in life. The objective is to awaken to the truth of what we are and return home. So again, you can see this has been this is hitting on a lot of the things we've talked about thus far. They're stacking on top of each other. And now what this is helping us do is it's really helping us shift outwards, right? See the bigger picture here around our forgiveness challenges. It's helping us to see that we live in a universe where not only is everything happening for us, but everything's happening for a reason, right? As the, it's the spiritual classroom, right? Everything is moving along a path, right? We have free will to walk along that path, but we are in a classroom to learn from the experiences, right? Again, to have oneness experiencing itself so it can ascend back home, the breathing out and the breathing in with everything that it's learned. Right. So in each of your challenges where you're learning how to forgive, ask yourself, why, why is this happening to me? Don't just ask what, don't just ask how, you know, don't just ask, uh, you know, what is the, what are the aspects of this? Ask why, right. I was speaking to my beautiful father the other day and we were breaking down some of the challenges in his life. And he, you know, he was talking to me about what was happening and, how he wanted to take these steps and he's just, you know, helping, he's hoping that he can just move through it in the best way possible. And I asked him, have you stopped for a second, my beautiful father and asked why this is happening. And it, it took him a couple of seconds, right? It took him, he had to take a step backwards and he hadn't asked that. And I could see it, it awakened some things in me and in him. And next day he called me and we had a, a very deep and profound conversation, but it, it was instigated because I helped him, See, just ask the question why, because when we ask the question why, it taps into this teaching, right? It helps us to see that the pain teachers that come into our lives, the painful experiences, they're not coming in to put salt on the wound. They're not coming in to remind us of the victim that we are. No, they're coming in as a beautiful lesson in this spiritual classroom to help us expand, to help the God experiencing God through all of what life has to offer. So awaken to this truth. Right? Awaken to the truth that we are all oneness experiencing itself, love experiencing itself. And ask yourself why so you can move through the lesson, gain the gems and take a step forward. Also know that, and I'm just going to make this more practical here, it's just so you can bring this down to a very uh, understandable level. If that lesson is not learned in that experience, in that moment, it's going to come back around, right, for you, because it's, it's there for you. Right? So an example is, let's say, I'll speak about the inner child here. Let's say I've experienced an inner child trauma of abandonment and rejection. I was abandoned with my care, from my caregivers. And for whatever reason, I didn't learn the lesson. I didn't integrate, heal, feel, experience everything I need to experience through that lesson. I repressed it. I ignored it. I pushed it away. Well, that lesson 
that abandonment wound, that rejection wound is going to come back around until I get that lesson. How is it going to come back around? Well, it's going to show up in my adult relationships, right? I'm going to keep getting abandoned and rejected in my adult relationships. It's going to show up in my relationship with money, right? I'm not going to have a balanced relationship with finances. I'm going to feel unworthy right? because I still have that wound. It's going to show up in my body, right? Again, going back to what I said before, the body keeps score. So it's going to show up in the body through pain, through challenges. So I get the lesson, right? So I see the curriculum of the classroom that is being expressed. So ask yourself why. So you can learn the lesson, so you can release the forgiveness, so you can surrender into it and move forward. This one is a, you know, just before I move on to the last one, this one is such a big one for me personally, right? And it's just, it's helped me shift a lot of perspectives. It's helped me open myself up and it's helped me move on, right? Especially when it comes to forgiveness. So it helps you do, I hope, I hope it helps you do the same beautiful soul out there listening. All right. The last one here today within this deep, real, lasting forgiveness, deep dive is when we decided to incarnate, we got total free will to make our way back home in a way we choose. Let me say that one again. When we decided to incarnate, we got total free will to make our way back home in a way we chose. So this, again, it's, it's encompassing so many of the other ones we've already talked about. It's encompassing the incarnation. It's encompassing the oneness experiencing itself. It's encompassing the pain and the pleasure as the lessons to help us ascend back home. It's encompassing the breathing out and the breathing in. But it's also emphasizing free will, right? Not only is there a path set out for us, but we are also given free will, right? We're given free will because I want to explain this here now that the source, the God, the oneness, the, the Allah, the thing that we come from, what is its base nature? Its base nature is one of non-judgment and two of unconditional love. As my mentor, Mr. Paul Check says, God says yes. So what this implies is that when we have free will, yes, as I've been saying, obviously there is a, a desired outcome that helps us ascend, right? So the desired outcome would be I see the lesson, I experience the thing that I need to experience, and I, I forgive, I let go, I step forward. That's the desired outcome. But I have free will. So I can also make the non-desirable outcome because, one, it's going to come back around again, but two, it's helping me experience more. Right? It's helping me see more. It's helping me have more of the pain, have more of the suffering, have more of the all of the things. So when I do make the, the, the preferred choice and I ascend and I ultimately come back to God, make my way home, right? breathe back in, I have more of the experiences. So I, what I want this to highlight for you is there is no judgment. You are unconditionally loved within your free will. If you decide to learn the lesson, let go, surrender, and forgive, you are loved. If you decide to not let go, to, to keep holding on, to keep repressing, to keep suppressing, while it's not desirable, you are still loved. You are still not judged. You either keep experiencing or you keep ascending. 
all of this is the experience. All of this is what we're here to do. Right? I would prefer for both me and you, for you to forgive, for you to learn, for you to evolve. But I would also, I would also see and I can also understand that you are loved unconditionally. And even if I don't, even if you don't, we're all good. We'll come back around. We'll incarnate again. We'll have more lessons, more experiences. And just in that, doesn't that take a weight off your shoulders? Doesn't that help you release, help you let go? Doesn't that help you see the, the bigger picture and the reality that's going on? Not just within your forgiveness, but life in general. For me, this helps me move through programming, right? Helps me move through programming of hell and heaven and, and good and bad and being persecuted. It's none of that. <laughs> God is all. Everything, God is either nothing or everything. I prefer the everything. And it's this, right? It's, the, it's, all, it's all non-judgment. It's all unconditional. So finally here, how does this help me forgive? Ask yourself. For me, right, this just lets go of all pressure, all expectation, all shoulds and should nots. You have free will to decide. That is your superpower. And whatever you decide, that is your choice to make your way back home in whatever way you feel is best. And you are loved unconditionally. All right, beautiful beings. As you could tell, this one was a passionate one for me, but I hope that it gave you some guidance and some insight like I said, I'm going to keep this going. This is just part one. <laughs> and I'm going to keep it going into the next parts. I'm going to record this probably in a couple of weeks, the second part, but stay tuned for part two when I'll be going even to even more. We'll take everything we've learned and keep stacking it on, right? Keep stacking it on. So make sure, you know, you're obviously listening to this episode right now, but, you know, remember these lessons as we go into the part two and implement these things implement them don't just listen to this don't just get inspired by my words use these inspiration use these words now to go forgive right to go let go to go speak to that person be in that place interact with that activity and let go and surrender right forgive learn right let me know how it goes reach out to me right remember you can my social is always open my email is always open. You can always leave in the reviews, right? When you leave reviews, you can leave the insight that you gained, the action that you took. I would love to hear it and know how this has impacted you, right? If this, if this, if this episode, say, gave you some beautiful value, remember you can share it with a friend, a partner, a family member that can also get the same value. Remember this, these teaching, these lessons, they apply to each and every one of us. So share them with someone that you think can get that same inspiration. If you want to go deeper onto these lessons, realize this is a part of my coaching, a part of me helping you maybe as a lost spiritual being overcome trauma, overcome emotional baggage, overcome disconnection to walk you back home to your loving light. So if this is something that has resonated today, I implement this in my coaching. So reach out to me if you want to do one-on-one -on -one work to take this even deeper. But with that, beautiful souls, I hope you have a wonderful evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. 
And I'll catch you next time here on the Cosmic Love Antenna. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Electricast.